Reggie, the real critic, ponders here on the morning amp on a critic for a minute Friday. Joining me, Jill Hopkins. What's up, my man? What's up? What's up? We've got some numbers to talk about here. Uh, it's uh, the end of September. We're getting into prime horror movie sa- times. We're getting into the beginning of like Oscar bait season. It's a real good time to go to the movies. And the the movie that's at the top of the box office looks super cool. The House with a Clock in Its Walls. This is a film that uh, Matt and I were talking about. We, we both uh, did not get a chance to see it, mm-hmm. uh, un- unfortunately. But we knew that this one was going to be number one at the box office. But but realistically, this is a soft number one. Yeah. Anybody, and, and we talk about this a lot, Jill, anybody would take $27 million. I, I mean, take it right so, now. So I'm not trying to poo-poo the, the, the film, but when, you're, when the film costs $42 million, what you really need is you need a overseas... Um, showing that that's really going to offset that yeah and right now from a uh you know from a foreign perspective it's in about 20 markets it's only done uh has has done about um uh, 10 million dollars uh and a lot of the big markets are not there yet so so the the jury is still out on on whether this movie will be a profitable movie but I think this kind of this movie looks like the kind of thing that might do well in like uh, on demand and like DVD sales because it's it's like a fantastical, uh, you know, very visually pleasing movie that I think kids of a certain age will want to watch over and over and over again. And and, and I I agree with you. Uh, it, it is one of those that you you get for your new dog and you put it on. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's I mean, just get me. for your That's kid. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm did, did you get a new dog? I did get a new dog. Okay, I, I'm I'm stuck on, on that. That that you you were like the parent, the parent, co-parent of my dog. Yeah. Okay. That's, All right. That's Congra- a thing. Con- congratulations. But <laughs> but this is one that you would want to um, put on. Uh, I think uh, you're right. I, I think you're absolutely right. That this is one of those movies you have in the house and you play it over. So it did 27 million mm-hmm. at the box office, uh, number one, and then number two came uh, uh, comes in uh, is a simple favor. It only and you really like this. I, movie. I like yeah. this one. Yeah, I like this one. And uh, it did about it only decreased 36 percent. Good for it. So another 10 million we don't know how much it, it costs to make this one so it, from a total gross perspective it has 32 million dollars at the box office and then another 10 million dollars uh, internationally um I, I i like the you you know i told you that i'm in love now right yes because i <laughs> i i liked her but yeah. i really like anna kendrick she in this. is delightful uh, she is in everything if you if you Follow her Twitter, you're going to fall more in love. She's hilarious. Oh, she is? Yeah. Well, She's she, really fun. She carries this off re- really well. And I, I, I'm going to keep saying that every week. I, I, I hope people, if there's movies that you, you're like, eh, I don't want to go see this movie, I don't want to go see this movie, that people would go check out A, a, a Simple Favor. Nice. I, I think you'd be kind of surprised and, and have some fun with it. The next movie is The Nun. And it's really interesting when we talk about The Nun because The Nun is part of that whole conjuring uh, a series and it came out with a bang when uh, uh, for that first week and then it kind of you know Peter I don't want to say petered out but it definitely didn't hold up yeah, to, to to what you saw in, in that first week but it's still holding you know kind of steady mm-hmm. but look at the drop for this movie it dropped about 50 percent from from last week yeah. so now it's at uh, 10 million it did about 10 million this week um, 
I mean, last weekend, and it's at $100 million. I so, thought it was kind of an interesting choice for Warner Brothers to decide to put out a horror movie at the beginning of September as opposed to waiting for just a little closer to Halloween. So this is what I this is what I think they're doing is that they wanted to make sure that it was number 1 uh-huh. because they knew that it would have a lot of competition uh during the Halloween uh, uh period. Yeah. And so let's put this one out. Let's get us a number 1 status and then when Halloween comes out we'll We'll around the the couple of weeks weekends around ha- Halloween. Mm-hmm. What we'll do is we'll put some more advertising out there talking about uh, you know a number one films. I, I, I'd be su- it, it. I'd be shocked if they don't come out with something to say, hey, let's uh, come back and watch it again. Yeah. Now, if I were them, and you and I said a long time ago that we were going to start a, a a studio together. It's not too late. If I were the makers of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Two weeks before Halloween, I would uh, release a alternate ending. Ooh, yeah. I I would release an alternate ending. Look at you. You should be a studio head. That's brilliant. Where everybody, <sighs> oh. it's a happy ending though. Like everybody just like you know goes to gets their confirmation and then like goes to Wisconsin Dells or something like or like 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 it, like it was all a dream or something it's all you know a dream. like like that it was all a dream but but that's what i would do yeah i think that's a great idea you and hear us out there in hollywood do that do it right now the, you got you got some stuff on the on the cutting floor anyway there's got to be just, something just, just just make it yeah. up and then then the next next film out of uh, uh, number 4 is the predator and i told you that this had all the makings for a good movie, but they just didn't do it. Yeah. And you can see by the drop that this film uh, continues to have. Ooh. Why did you say woo, uh, Joe? 62% <laughs> drop in just one week and two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, and it added theaters. How did that even happen? <laughs> so, so, so addition by subtraction? Yeah. That's wild. This this is this is absolutely crazy. Yeah, is that you add what was it? Uh, like thirty three th- theaters. Thirty three theaters, and you drop sixty three percent. Houseway, that's not math. Yeah, that's- I you know, that's that's like backwards swag. Yeah, you know. And it's only made less than half of what it costs to make the movie. Yeah. So, again, the key is, can we make money on this film? internationally and they have they made another 59 million dollars internationally but but that's not blockbuster either Mm. so i i say this all the time when we talk about the box office is that we want uh, a film to i i say three times its cost yeah so if if you get three times your cost it costs you 88 you know 90 million uh to make it yeah, it doesn't look like all that great for the Predator. You 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 would need some like somewhere around two hundred and seventy million to, to to say that I've really made made my money back. But at least you would like to to if you want to say break even, at least you'd like to make double what you uh paid to 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 make this movie. So so that's a tough one. I I do want to go back really quickly, and then this will be the last thing I talk about as it relates to the box office. Is I want to go back to the whole Conjuring franchise. Is that right now the nun is number two in the um in the in the conjuring franchise if if you do not 
adjust for inflation. Okay. But if you adjust for inflation, it's number three, but it would only need to make another $8 million to to be number two, mm. even adjusted for inflation. Do you think it'll so, get that? Oh, I, 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 if not next week, I think it'll make. I, I think it'll do that. And the the reason I want to make that point is that the nine two, mm-hmm. electric boogaloo, the nine three, but th- there will be another one. Yeah. So because uh, this is done well enough to 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 say let's make a let's make another one, and that's really the 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 box office. Other than um, Fahrenheit eleven uh, nine, yeah. uh, Matt talked about this one. I have not seen it, but he said it's definitely a film worth worth checking out, and it did debut in the top ten this week. All right, Michael Moore with another documentary that lots of people say is worth seeing. I'm Jill Hopkins. I'm Reggie Ponder. It's Critic Forum and Friday. Reggie's the real critic, and uh, he is our senior film correspondent. And uh, he is from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. We love our city. We love its culture. And we love the Chicago International Film Festival. It is uh, one of the highlights of the uh, the year. It's, uh, gosh, it's got to be 50 years old? This is 54 years for the Chicago Good International Lord. Film Festival. Uh, Good um, for it. And... Here, here's here's my problem with Chicago. Okay, <laughs> I love Chicago, love Chicago. But yes. here's my problem with Chicago. Wherever I go, I hear people saying things like, "Oh, I can't find any good films. There are only blockbuster films, and only these these bang a bang shoot 'em up things." I'm so tired of Fast and the Furious. Okay, here's your chance, Chicago. Yes, here is your chance. The 54th Chicago International Film Festival. It 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 runs from October. I, I I get so so excited about this because it runs from October the tenth through the twenty first. Yeah, that's that's and, a nice long time. And there are plenty of movies. I can't even talk to you about all the movies because we would not be able to get into some reviews today. So what I'm really going to talk to you about today are there some tributes to some major people in the film industry. So on Sunday, October the 14th, there is a um, a tribute to Art Paul. Oh. On uh, M- Monday, October the 15th, is a William Friedkin. Mm-hmm. And then the one that I am interested in personally is uh, on uh, Tuesday, October the 16th, Carrie Mulligan. And so her film... Uh, which is going to be played at the festival, which which is Wildlife, which I have mm-hmm. not seen yet, and I'm looking forward to see. So she's going to be here. They, she was nominated for Oscar. She's also been nominated for a Golden Globe, a SAG Award for her her lead role in in education. Yeah. So uh, I liked her. I like her, uh, and I'm really excited to to go to that and, and see it. The, the, uh, there are two more that I want to talk about is that the Black Perspectives tribute is Ruth Carter. Oh. And that's going to be on Saturday, October the 20th. Uh, so they'll have her here. Uh, she, obviously, she has some work on uh, uh, Spike Lee's school days and mm-hmm. Do the Right Thing. I mean, she, she's done costumes for Steven Spielberg. Uh, just, just a number of things. Yeah, so Ruth legend. Carter is absolutely a legend, and I want to see her. And then the last one uh, on October the uh, 21st is Colleen Moore. Um, and, uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's the last one. But I, I think you should try to check out all of them. Here's yeah. my thing. If you want to see them, some of these, I don't. I think some of these, the tickets are gone. Yeah. So, 
That's why we're trying to give people a heads up. Th- that's why I'm trying to give you yeah. a heads up. Go to uh, ChicagoFilmFestival.com. Look at the entire schedule. We'll be talking about this festival all month long. Uh, talking about the films that we're watching, uh, that we're looking forward to. I'll try to give you some heads up. But the real heads up is this. Go to ChicagoFilmFestival.com <laughs> now. Look at look at the slate of films. You've been complaining. Oh, there's no films for me. There are, there are absolutely 100% films for you to see. You have basically two weeks to make it happen to to figure out which ones you want to go to, I would say you need to do it in this weekend and pick a film and go to it. Are you, are you and I going? Let's go. I like this. So so I, I need you. I want to go to that, uh, that uh, the Ruth. Oh, uh, you want to go to this Ruth thing. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. All right. I'm, I'm with you on that, that one. Sounds like a good time. So, so I'm really excited. I'm very excited about this film festival. I am every year. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see red carpet stuff. You're gonna see they they you said Chicago. They have a whole section of films just by Chicago filmmakers. Yes. Um. So, check it out. That's that's all I gotta say. Yeah. You know, when, do yourself a favor, Chicago. Do the you. weather is getting chilly. It's a perfect time to take a stroll to the movie theater. Check out some films. Ah, oh, that sounds so wonderful in a terminal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that that, that I, I can't really say we did a, a really great preview of it because there's so much there's happening. There's so much, and we can revisit uh, this but, in the coming we will, weeks as we well. We will absolutely do so. Once again, the Chicago International Film Festival will be uh, going on from the 10th to the 21st of October. Go to chicagofilmfestival.com. Let's talk about uh, some funny stuff right now. Here's a trailer from a movie called Night School. You're the best salesman I've ever seen. I can see you being a stockbroker like me. Can't you give me a job? I wish I could. My boss won't let me hire a dropout. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. He dropped out of Harvard. You dropped out of Piedmont High. I was a couple credits shy of graduating. I got to get my GED. All right, let's do some introductions. My name is Carrie. I'm here to make a little extra cash so that I can afford this warrant that I got. But that's none of y'all business. Welcome to night school. That was a little snippet of a trailer from Night School. It's a comedy starring Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Rob Riggle, Taryn Killam, Romany Malko, Loretta Devine, and so many more. Reggie, the real critic Ponder, is here to give us his thoughts on the new comedy by uh, what some are calling the new uh, comedy duo that's popping and getting it done. Hart and Haddish. So, so you you get a, a sense for what this film is about. This yeah. film is uh, really about uh, Kevin Hart. He has a a he he's basically um, not married up, but he has um, got a girlfriend that's way out of his league, and because of that, he is living a lie. He has great car, great house, mm-hmm. all that other type of stuff, and he ends up losing his job. And after losing his job. To get another job, he needs his high school diploma. Mm-hmm. So he tries to hide it from his girlfriend. The teacher that that, that is um, doing night school is Tiffany Haddish. And there's just a number of things that happen along the way as he tries to get his high school diploma. Mm-hmm. So what's the like about this? The first thing is just because you have Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, you, you're thinking, hey, that's that's a plus right there. Absolutely. Uh, 
uh, I do want to make a side comment. A lot of people think that Tiffany Haddish is a uh, uh, had success overnight, but she has put in. She has been hustling for years. Right. She she's been hustling for years. So so it seems like she's new on the scene, relatively new on the scene, but she's actually put in the work. But you have these two uh, comedians that are uh, up, uh, uh, I mean, really rising fast, and that's a good thing. Then you mentioned the. The supporting cast. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in this film that I like, and I can never pronounce her name. Oh, uh, uh, Mary Lynn Ricecup. Mary Lynn Ricecup. Ricecup. Uh, uh, she's in it as well. You, you didn't mention her name. In addition to all the all, all the other folks who are in the film, they have some really, I mean, good this people. Is a, in this is an amazing supporting it, cast. I mean, Loretta Devine is everyone's mom. I love her so much. Uh, ben Schwartz is always funny. Al Madrigal, always funny. Fat Joe shows up, apparently. <laughs> so, fat... Uh, right, right. So, so, so... That's another thing to like about this movie. So the so firstly the first the two stars of the movie is something like the the cast is something like and then the 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 um the how they set this up they have a number of things. So Kevin Hart has a nemesis in this mm. and it is one of his high school uh not buddies but his high school uh a his competitor, yeah. if you want to say, um, who now is the principal of the school, who is trying to stop him from getting his high school diploma. Mm. At the same time, he has a really good friend who is trying to help him in every way way possible. And then he he's butting heads with Tiffany Haddish because he wants to get the degree without putting in the work. Oh. So they set up a lot of nice stuff in this. Um, but what's not to like? It takes a while to to make it to make it funny. There are some laughs in here where you're you're kind of both uh, you know uh, you doubled over, mm -hmm. but but it's not that that first half of setup takes a little bit too long to get into the 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 meat and the heart of this of this film. Yeah, and uh, the word the reason I use heart is because uh, in addition to Kevin Hart, it actually has some heart here mm. because there's some. Uh, there's a message in this to, to this movie about uh, being who you are, trying not to uh, be someone else, and um, and how you don't have to be six, uh, to to fake success. So there's a real message here as well. It it just <laughs> wasn't it just wasn't that kind of bold over funny that you would like. You, when you have an actress like a, a Tiffany Haddish, you would hope that she has a, have a little bit more to work with. Mm. There's a couple of times on screen where she and Kevin go back to, uh, back and forth, and it's a they're, they're funny moments. But I don't know that they knew how to use these two in 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 the best way possible. So if you went with some friends, mm -hmm. this is a fun movie. You, I, I heard people laughing all around and, and having fun. This is a fun movie. But this is not a rush out to go see this movie other than you wanted to stay in the theaters. So for people who, because we know that first weekend is that is is really important. Yeah. For me, this is a matinee movie. I would not pay full price for it, but it's fun. You could laugh and all that, but it's, 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 it's not, it's unremarkable. It's not one of those memorable movies that you're going to run out and say, look, you got to go see 
night school. Now, the one other thing that I want to mention about it that when I talked about what's to like, it shouldn't be in your in, in your review, but it's going to be in mine. Is that this is Kevin Hart's company? This is his first movie from his company. Mm-hmm. So from from ground up uh, to what you see on the screen, Kevin Hart uh, produced this heartbeat production. Heartbeat productions, and I really like that. I like Kevin Hart. I don't mean as a comedian. I like Kevin Hart as a person. Whenever I've had the opportunity to interview him, he takes the time out to talk to you, and he'll talk to you about anything as it relates to that. And a lot of um, superstars don't do that. Yeah. Kevin Hart uh, does that. And I remember when he was just trying to do those first movies and trying to get to where he is today. And so I really appreciate the hustle, and I appreciate the journey. I really like the fact that he's moved from where he was to now – the, the guy owns his own company, yeah, and and he's he's putting out his own films. He has to, um, I think he has to take more risk from from a movie making perspective, especially if you're going to try to use the talents of a Tiffany Haddish along with a Kevin mm-hmm. Hart. You have to take a little bit more risk to make this uh, something wild and crazy, um, and and really really funny. So again, my verdict for this film is uh, a matinee movie. Uh, and uh, go check it out and have some fun, but it's not one that I would rush out. All right, Reggie, we will uh, take you up on that. If anybody wants to uh, take me to a matinee movie, uh, I will let them. You'll have fun. I'll I mean, have fun. You, you, you will have fun. Yeah, we'll get some nachos. It'll be fine. Yes, but if don't don't go and get the nachos and pay full price. Okay, that's fair. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, pay half it's, price for the movie, pay, full price for the nachos. So that's it for me <laughs> this week.